This is Emma Scott's Inside the Music Industry podcast. The podcast for independent musicians trying to make it in the music business. Its mission? To encourage and empower musicians to lead a more sustainable music career, help them climb the ladder, and make the music industry a nicer place for everyone. Inside the Music Industry is filled with tips and tricks, insider information, interviews with musicians and music industry professionals. There'll be real-life stories to reveal red flags to watch out for, to help you navigate your way through the music industry as unscathed as possible. So, buckle up and enjoy the ride as we go Inside the Music Industry. And here's your host... Emma Scott. Thank you for that lovely introduction and welcome to episode two of three entitled How to Get Radio Airplay. If you've listened to part one, you'll know we've reached the stage where you've found new radio contacts and you're about to message them for the first time to hopefully start a beautiful new relationship. So I'll tell you what to say in your email, the best ways to send your music to give you the best chance of being played. I did a survey with some of my own radio contacts and asked them what the most common mistakes made by PR and musicians were when sending in music submissions. We'll go through tagging tips, talk about the rules on swearing and finish up on things to avoid doing, which should ensure you give yourself the best chance of airplay possible. So what to say in your email to a radio station or DJ? Always best to say hello to start with, and ideally you've got the DJ's name, in which case use their name. Make the email as personal as possible. Next, you'll start talking about yourself and the release. You'll include where you're from, some history about the band, and the information on the release, as well as the release date. Next up, you're going to make sure you include your social media links. If you've got any gigs coming up, add your gig list. This is particularly handy if you're playing a gig in the area that the radio station broadcasts to. It will help you jump the queue for airplay because local radio stations are always going to try and be local where they can. Add your lyrics at the bottom of the email as there are tight rules on things like swearing and it saves the DJ having to listen to every single word before deciding whether to play you or not. And finally, include some artwork in case they want to mention you on their socials. So you know the kind of things to include and what to say when approaching radio stations for airplay. Now on to actually sending your music. When sending your music, make sure you give them the chance to choose mp3 or wav some stations and djs prefer wav some like mp3 and some are fine with either so make sure you provide a choice and give them a download link as well soundcloud works well dropbox works well and some djs are okay with mp3 attachments to the email but it is best to check before doing that there is nothing worse than killing a DJ's inbox with your massive MP3 attachments. It's not the best start. It's never a good idea just to send a radio station a Spotify stream as they won't be able to download it and then add to the radio station's playout system. You can include the Spotify link for streaming purposes only, but they need a download link if they're going to play you. Google Drive can be a bit of a pain as it often asks you to download files before you can stream them and WeTransfer links can often expire before the DJ even gets to open your email. So best to avoid. I asked some of my best radio contacts about the ways they prefer to receive music and most chose Dropbox or MP3 attachments. I was surprised that SoundCloud didn't get much of a mention here because that is how I prefer to check out music, mostly because I can just stream it. If I like it, I can then download it. 
Now, I've also asked my favourite radio people about common mistakes made when dealing with music submissions from PR companies as well as musicians themselves. And there were quite a few. The number one cock-up was not tagging music files correctly, followed by not including social media links, swearing on tracks and not including enough information on the release. As the incorrect tagging of music was the top mistake, let's talk about tagging, shall we? The basics would be to ensure you have the band name or artist name and the song title on your tracks. I just tag in my Apple Music app or Adobe Audition, but just Google how to tag music and you'll get a whole bunch of tutorials to watch and information to read. It's well worth doing considering untagged tracks mean you might not get radio airplay. Another common issue to address would be the use of certain words in your songs. So remember, no swearing. The broadcast regulators are listening and waiting for complaints to come in from radio listeners about swearing and other offensive lyrics. So keep it as clean as you can for radio. Ofcom is the UK's regulator, but every country will have their own. If a complaint is upheld, this will mean radio stations are fined. And some of the fines are as high as £10,000, which is big enough to shut the smaller radio stations down or may mean the DJ of that show is asked to leave. And you do not want either of those things happening. Some radio stations aren't governed by these regulators and are up for playing explicit tracks. Just make sure you mark the tracks up as explicit and include a radio version as well. Then that DJ or station can choose. Now, there is rather a long list of words to avoid, which obviously I'm not going to say here, but just think before you send anything slightly sweary to radio stations or just provide a radio edit. Of course, there are certain swear words in one country that aren't offensive to them, but they are highly offensive in other countries. So when in doubt leave it out. It's also worth mentioning drugs and violence references too. Some radio stations will avoid anything slightly risky, so maybe keep the adult themes for your album tracks. Let's wrap up this section with a few things to avoid. Don't attach an MP3 unless you know it's okay. Some stations have blocks on emails with attachments, so they won't even receive your email. Don't hound DJs after you've sent music to them. Some may have hundreds of emails each week to get through, and it might take them a while to listen to your music. Only send to suitable shows. No point sending a pop track to a rock show, a country track to a pop show, or an indie track to a folk show. Here in the UK, there's no point sending to the big branded stations like Heart, Smooth, Great Sits Radio, Magic. They are playlisted stations and the DJs have no choice in the music they play. You may be tempted to send your music to Chris Moyles at Radio X or Zoe Ball at Radio 2, for example, but those shows are playlisted too. Remember, there are a lot of other artists sending to these radio stations and DJs, so don't assume you'll be played. It might take a few attempts to get played, but keep on pushing. So a quick recap on episode two. You found your radio stations as detailed in episode one and you found suitable radio shows to contact. You've hunted around the radio station websites or DJ social media pages and you found an email address for them. Ideally, you've checked in with the DJ to ask if you can send them music and if so, you can send your music submission over to them. You've tagged your music correctly, you've sent access to MP3 and WAV and downloadable links and you've kept it clean. Then it's just a matter of waiting for the plays to come in. Any questions, you can email me, emma at pluginbaby.com. In episode three, we'll talk more about radio pluggers and PR, how radio playlists and radio royalties work, and we'll do a final recap on all three episodes. And after listening to all three and following the advice I've given, I hope your path to radio airplay success is clear and you can start getting played on more radio stations than you've ever dreamed of. 
Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast to reach as many musicians as possible. And I look forward to catching you for episode three soon. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Inside the Music Industry. Please share to reach as many musicians as we possibly can. There'll be another episode very soon. Thanks for listening.